He's bigger. Everybody say, he's bigger. bigger. Look at your neighbor. He's bigger. Look at your other neighbor, and if it's your husband and wife, and, or wife and wife, or husband and husband, just look at him again because y'all always laugh at each other. Say, he's bigger. he's bigger. There you go. I love it because y'all start giggling. It makes me laugh. It's like, what y'all married to somebody that's funny looking? You're, look, Lynn, he's laughing. Mervin, what is that? It's awesome. All right, I am going to have you do one more thing. Would you guys stand with me one more time? I want you to do something a little bit different for me today. I want you to say a prayer with me, and it's a prayer we all know, okay? I want you to say the Lord's Prayer with me. Are you ready? All right, Jackie. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. So that's what we're going to talk about today is the Lord's Prayer. Now give me a minute because some of you are like, oh, great. I see the look on your face. We're going somewhere, I promise. We're in a, a, a sermon series. If you're visiting with us, if this is your first time, I want you to know if you're visiting, we love you. If you're visiting online, we love you. We want you to know you matter. We want you to know that when we say we love you, that's exactly what we mean. You are accepted in this place. Amen, crosswalk? Crosswalk is usually a little better than that. Everyone is accepted here, aren't they? Amen? Amen. Everyone, and we want you to know we really mean that. It's not just lip service. That's what we mean right here in this place. You got to meet my sweet husband earlier. He's the really tall, good-looking guy somewhere. I don't know where he's at. Oh, there he is. And then my son's running camera. So that's my family. I am Dee Dee Jones, and I'm the associate pastor here at Crosswalk. And at Lover's Lane, you got to meet Randall, one of the best, coolest guys here, one of our pastors at the church. Love me some Randall Lucas. Amen. Amen. Um, But in this process, we've been in this sermon series called Redeeming Rituals where we've been talking about in the church the rituals that we have, right? We talked about the first week. You remember what it was? It was communion. Why do we do communion every week? What's the point, right? Or maybe we've done it so much that it's become something that we've really forgotten what the meaning is about. Last week we spoke on baptism, right, where we take off the old and God makes us new and preparing us for this journey. And it's the process of preparing us for the journey that would be a lifelong journey into the new that he would have for us. And so today we're going to talk about the Lord's Prayer. Now think about it. We've said the Lord's Prayer so much that have we ever really thought about the Lord's Prayer? This is Jesus we're talking about. It's his prayer, and it was his way of teaching us the Lord's Prayer. So this prayer is not a joke. This prayer isn't something to take lightly. He used this, and he was very methodical in every single word that he used. He used words that were rich, 
He used words that were meaning, and he used phrases because he knew his people. He knew his people wouldn't always make the best decisions. By the way, is this not the coolest thing? The interpreter has purple hair, too. Yes, I'm so excited. I love you, Chrissy. I love when Chrissy's up here with me. For me, this is one of the most beautiful, beautiful prayers ever. And, and you can watch TV or a movie at any time, right? And there's always two things when someone dies or someone gets married or there's a special moment in the movie. You hear amazing grace in the background, and then all of a sudden, what do you hear next? They all say the Lord's Prayer. In Crosswalk, you will hear us say the Lord's Prayer in communion. We don't do that as a ritual necessarily in here, but we do when we do time of communion. You will hear us say the Lord's Prayer. It is truly profound. It's also something that I wonder, have we said it so much that we have forgotten the meaning of it? Christ's disciples said, Jesus, you've taught us that you want us to pray, and you keep telling us in everything, pray. So would you teach us how to pray like John taught his disciples how to pray? And this is the prayer that Jesus gave them. But have you ever thought for a minute, why do we pray? Some of you would look at me this morning and you would say, it's because I don't know what else to do when I'm in that place in my life but to pray. But have you ever thought about what it means to pray without ceasing? Jesus often spoke of making prayer an important part of life's journey, right? But here's the thing. Why is it important? Absolutely, baby girl. Why is it important? It's literally how you speak to God. Think about it. And when you open your mouth, God hears it. Your words are not in vain when you are praying to God. It's how you build relationship with God. Did you marry your spouse or did you start dating your spouse and not have a conversation with them? If you did, talk to me afterwards. We need to have a conversation as all of my notes are blowing away. And guys, if I get something lodged in my hair like an acorn, it won't come out till next week, but y'all tell me. That's what I'm telling you. But have you ever thought about that? When you build relationship with God, and some will look and say, I don't know how to pray. God didn't ask us to be perfect at our prayers. God didn't say they had to be beautiful, eloquent words. God didn't even say we had to be in a good mood when we did it. He just said pray. The Bible in a lot of ways, sisters, when you don't know what else to say and you've lost all the scripture you can think about and you've lost all the meaning behind it, all you got to do is say the name. That's your prayer. It's also our communication every minute, every hour, every second of every day. It's your communication. When you looked in that bank account and those numbers were far lower than you anticipated, how you communicate and sometimes we don't say words we would want anybody else to hear and we say them to God but God's really okay with that he gets it because it's who you are and it's where you are and he understands because it's how you communicate with your God 
So why is it important? <laughs> this is the prayer that Jesus used to teach us to pray. How much more importance do we need in that, right? This is what he taught us. This is what I want you to pray. This is the prayer I want you to remember. And Jesus had a lot to say in this prayer. And yet the attention to certain things was brought to life because of this prayer. Yet it wasn't just the prayer that Jesus was teaching. It was the words to live by every day. So here's what I remember growing up as a kid. Do you guys remember going to bed and it would be, what was it? Let me see, I wrote it down. Mine, uh, my neighbor's was, now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep, right? Or did you at dinner time go, God is great. God is good. Let us thank him for it. Now, I went to bed and I did, God bless mommy, God bless daddy, God bless my brother. And if I wanted to stay up late, it was God bless the dog next door, God bless the dog across the street, God bless the lady I met at the grocery store, because I didn't want to go to sleep. How many remember those prayers you had in your life like that, right? But here's the deal, God even heard those prayers. When you sit at the dinner table and you say, God is great. God is good. Let us thank him for our food. Those prayers matter. And when mom and dad taught you those prayers or when you're teaching your children those prayers, they matter. I love that sometimes when you go to funerals and, and, and church, even weddings, we use the same prayer sometimes. Because we know that spiritually who we are dependent on is not us, but we are dependent upon our God. And the way that we put that dependency out there is, is we say a prayer. God, I'm losing control in order for you to be in control. That's probably the hardest prayer for us to pray. God, I'm losing control in order for you to be in control. It's not coming down. So what was Jesus trying to teach us? Now listen, this is where I want us to think for a minute. What was he trying to teach us? I'm going to break this down for you line for line. Lord, we are loyal to you. That's the first part of this. Lord, we are loyal to you. That means regardless of anything else going on in my life, God, I am loyal to you first and foremost. I am loyal to you. The second thing is, God, we respect you and know you are in charge and you have it under control. Now, here's the deal. Having it under control doesn't mean he has it under control in the way I want him to. But remember, what are we? We are loyal to him. That's the first point. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. We are loyal to you. So we know, God, that this may not look like the way I wanted it to look. But that doesn't mean you are not in control and that, God, you are not dealing with it. It doesn't mean that you don't have an idea of what is happening right now. How many of us have said in our prayers and said, God, you just have no idea? 
And yet he's already gone before you. He walks beside you. He walks behind you. And he is never surprised with what is going on in your life. The third point, thank you, God, for all that you do and have done. I want to thank you for all that you do, God, and all that you have done. And then he says, I forgive those that hurt me. Wait, what? Did you see how he just slid that right in there? Forgive our trespasses as we forgive those who trespassed against us. Wait, what? God didn't say I had to do anything hard in this prayer. But he says, forgive them. But then here comes the hard part. But then forgive me too. Forgive me too. See, isn't it easy to point out everybody else's wrong stuff, everybody else's bad stuff? Isn't it easy? Isn't it easy? Y'all are supposed to be helping me out here. Am I the only one that finds it easier to find blame on someone else than myself? Is it easier for me to listen to gossip about someone else and then myself? And then if I'm listening to it, I'm just as bad as those that are gossiping. And then I got to forgive it? Wait a minute but then they got to forgive me for what I said or they got to forgive me for what I did. God slid that right in there. He wasn't playing. Help me, God, to make good decisions. Help me, God, to make good decisions. That means help me to get myself out of the way to where I'm making good decisions, God, because I'm loyal to you. Because I know that you have it under control. And God, because I know that when I forgive others and they forgive me, God, you will make this situation work out. See how pretty he flowed all that storyline together. And then deliver me from the bad stuff around me. God, that means whatever I don't know that's coming, that I have no idea that is happening, God, protect me from that. Protect me from that. For you are God and have all the power and deserve all the praise. And you deserve all the honor. Because why? Because, God, we are loyal to you. Because we know, God, you are in control. Are you following me now? And not only are you in control, but when I forgive others and they forgive me, then, God, you make a way so that nothing bad can happen in my life. It doesn't mean it's not going to. That means that God is right there with you. Because, God, you deserve all the glory. You deserve all the honor. You deserve all of the praise. When I began to dice this up a little bit, I was like, holy moly. This is the model of how we are supposed to pray all the time. For when I pray this prayer, really pray this prayer, it becomes far more than a ritual. It becomes life-changing. For the focus is not on me, but it's on God himself. It reminds me of whom I am to be most loyal to. It reminds me he is God, not me. It reminds me to be thankful for all that he has done for me rather than whether I can see it or not, right? Whether it happens the way I want it to or not. It reminds me that I am to forgive, but that I am also to ask for forgiveness. 
It reminds me that I have a choice to make and the best decisions I can. So what choice am I going to make? It reminds me that God will take care of me through the yucky stuff. I just thought yucky was a good word. Because I feel like we've gone through seven months of yucky. I'm tired of yucky. I'm tired of the news. I'm tired of politics. I'm tired of everybody's got an opinion, and you know what they say about that. But here's the deal. God is still God. God is going to be God regardless of someone's opinion. I hate seeing friendships broke up because of what we're going through right now. I hate seeing friendships broke up because people decide to be judgmental. I hate that kind of thing. So God will deliver from the yuck. That's yucky stuff. Nowhere in the midst of that is God standing there saying, it's all right to point your finger at someone and judge them and tell them their life is wrong when it's not their place. For God says, I stand here with open arms. I stand here with open arms because I'm God and that's what I can do. And he says, I love you for who you are. For thine is the kingdom and thine is the power and thine is the glory. So I found this prayer. And as I get ready to close, I want to read this prayer to you. But then I want to tell you. that one of my most favorite things ever is my ritual of every morning praying. And the majority of the time, every single one of your faces comes in my prayer. But recently I was in this place in my life where I was like, God, I feel like I'm praying every day and it doesn't matter. COVID is still hanging around. People I know are sick. People I know are dying. People I know have died, and I'm tired of going to funerals. And I'm tired of going to funerals that you can't even celebrate lives well because we're in the middle of this mess. I'm tired of hearing my friends whose lives have been changed that we're going to get married and weddings got canceled. I mean, guys, it's on and on and on. And I just got to the point where I'm like, God, are you hearing my prayer? And then I came to this place and that morning, and I'll never forget because the boys had left and I was just there and I was angry and I was so mad because I just wanted it right. I was frustrated. I just want this right. I'm tired of not being able to be with you on Sunday mornings. I'm tired of I can't Take it as introverted as I am, I'm a hugger. And on Wednesdays, we have a soul group that meets, and some of you are involved in that soul group, and everybody's always welcome. And Jeff was at his office particularly that day, and, and we got off 
And I was just broken. And I didn't know what else to say. And all I could think of was our Father, who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. But wait, when you say thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, do I really mean that? But I was so desperate, it didn't matter to me anymore. Forgive us this day of those that we've hurt, and God, let, forgive me. And then I got to the end, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory. And I hit that word power and I remembered that the same God that created the universe, the same God that put those stars in the sky, the same God that put skin on our body, and the same God that gave me this crazy, weird, funky hair is the same God that is walking every step. For thine is the kingdom. For thine is the power. For thine is the glory. And it didn't stop there. It said, for thine is the glory forever. Amen. Now I want you just to take a moment and do like this if you want to. You don't have to touch anybody. If you're okay and you're next to somebody, you don't mind touching I want you to say this prayer with me. Lord, we are loyal to you in heaven. You are in charge. And we will do exactly what you say. Thank you for what you give us every day. I will forgive others for their mistakes. Please forgive me for my mistakes. Help me avoid making bad decisions. Set me free from my sin. You have all the power and deserve all the praise. Amen.